Good afternoon, I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So the Chicago election for mayor is right around the corner, like actually in less than two weeks. And I don't know about you, but having nine candidates to choose from on top of alder people and police district council members is feeling like a bit much. A few weeks ago, I spoke to my colleague Alex Keefe about all of the questions people of Chicago, like you, had for these candidates. And a few times a week in the morning on The Rundown, I've been talking about the WBEZ polls, quizzes, and guides we've created based on your questions. Today, WBEZ's Senior Editor of Government and Politics, Angela Rosa O'Toole, is here to orient us around the election itself, some of those tools on our website, and why we approach elections the way we do here at WBEZ. We're going to start with the plan field. Incumbent Mayor Lori Lightfoot is in her first term, and she's facing eight other candidates. Eight. Again, it's a bit much. This is a pretty unusual election to have that many people facing an incumbent. Um, yeah, you're right about that. It's it's unusual, I think, but I think this is really about where Chicago is right now. Mayor Lori Lightfoot is facing a, a lot of challengers because, the, as, as we have seen in our reporting, people are unhappy with the state of the city. And whenever people are unhappy with the state of anything, <sighs> yeah. they tend to get challengers. Yeah, like, so, I'm going to do something about it. <laughs> Me. Yes, yes. I mean, that emboldens people to challenge the mayor in the first place. Yeah. Um, uh, being unpopular as a mayor gives the opportunity for the playing field to increase. Mm. So your team on the government and politics desk has been covering this race for the last several months. What are some of the major issues you've seen shape in this election? Well, so the major issues, yeah, this is all about, um, for the city of Chicago, it's about really a handful of issues yeah. here. People are talking about crime. People are talking about transit issues. People are talking about the economy and education. And um, we've seen this play out in campaign commercials. We've seen this play out in the big forums, the dozens of forums that have been happening, because there's so many candidates that uh, so many news organizations are trying to make sense and help people make sense of where the candidates stand on these issues. and uh, But definitely, uh, we had some polls in the past week with um, the Sun-Times, NBC5, Telemundo, and the things that you're seeing on commercials, the commercials that you're seeing that candidates are putting forth about crime, number one, it is resonating with residents, or rather maybe the inverse. Residents really do care about mm -hmm. rising crime in the city, and they have told us that that's the number one issue they plan to vote on their next mayor. So if you are tired of the commercials that have been coming at you about crime, get ready. It's not going to stop because now the polls are showing that is the number one issue that people care about. So you're probably just going to see lots more of that. Wow. You're making a face here. I can see it. I just, you know, with the with the rundown and, and so much of the way that I think about news and the way that I like to consume news, I just don't want to hear about crime. I feel like I am, you know, as you said, just inundated with it. Um, and so I'm just kind of, you know, luckily I don't end up watching a lot of TV um, and commercials. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just hard to hear about crime all the time. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, it does feel like becomes almost a one issue campaign. Um, and we as an organization have tried to delve into so many other things as well, because mm -hmm. the city is more diverse than its crime problem. No, no diminishment on that problem, which no. is an issue. Yes. Um, but it is more diverse than that. Um, I do think that if people want to know more about other issues, uh, you know, BZ is trying to bring that to them through through a number of stories that we have been trying to do to delve into the other things. But it is a challenge because it's 
It's one of those things where candidates are not going to talk about it unless they think it is the thing that people mm-hmm. care about. Yeah. Um, I, you know, you could ask the question, do they really care about it? Because it's all like it's the thing that they hear right. about is constantly. Is it the chicken or the egg? Chicken egg question. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I ask ask any sociologist about that. But I don't I don't think we can diminish the issues because we are really looking at some of the highest rates of of homicides in um, in uh, quite a while, even though the rates have gone down last year. And so they're tapping into some fears and issues that people are talking about. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the issues because that's what we do here at WBZ. <laughs> um, yeah. So a few weeks ago, I talked with our colleague, Alex Keefe, who's an engagement editor here. Love that guy. Yes, definitely. Um, and we talked about how so much of the election coverage is also candidate focused. Um, but yeah, here at the station, we really are focusing on the issues. And I wanted to ask you um, if you could talk about why we cover politics this way. Yeah. Um you know, I came into this sort of world a little differently than some maybe political editors. I've not covered politics for 25 years. I had some hands in overseeing it. But I'm a reader and I'm a citizen and I'm a Chicagoan. And I care what happens. And so I really have taken the approach with our team and my team is all about it of like, what does it really mean? Mm-hmm. What is politics? What does it mean to us? How is it connected to us? How do we show that to the public? I think we have a real societal issue of disengagement in politics. And I think, unfortunately, part of that is because politics is for politicians, if you will. <laughs> like it is it's a game that is played and it's insidery and it's written and yes. it can be written by and it's about and it's and it's all reflective in like and so you come to the pages and you're like, I don't even know what we're talking about. Yes. I don't know who this person is, why they have this fight with that person. And the problem with that over over long periods of time is it's hard for people to connect the dots of like, okay, what are we really talking about? How's that gonna impact me? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is not unlike what lots of news organizations talk about and say and want to do, it's actually really hard to do because politicians are coming at you all the time trying to get their message to you. Mm-hmm. So here, with our team, I sort of throw all that out. And it's like, I don't want to write about the politicians each time they come out and do their thing. Mm-hmm. What are the issues that are facing Chicago and Chicagoans? Then turn around, comb through these like tedious websites that they have and all their statements and watch all the forums and lay it out for people. Mm. And so we came up with a series of issue stories based on that, along with the people's agenda that yeah, I know you had talked with Al. Like they had tons of questions about the issues. Yeah. You know, lo and behold, people don't have questions about like the sort of political inviting. They have questions about the issues. Yeah. Would you say that you've seen this approach um, change or impact the way people engage in the political process? Mm. I hope so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I I was talking to a cab driver about this. <laughs> Classic. Mm-hmm. I spoke with a cab driver. <laughs> I was talking to my was, list driver. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was, uh, we were talking about all the different issues uh, that are facing Chicagoans. I, I can't say that he actually read any of our stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is one of those things where we just have to trust the process mm-hmm. um, and hope that what we do, like the... You know, we put out some products, as they call it sometimes, uh, content, whatever, um, out there to try to help people make sense of things. Um, BZ and Sun Times together put out a, a questionnaire 
focused on issues, very specific issues, put it to all the candidates, and then flipped it around and made it into a quiz that you could answer yourself. Um, I think what I've seen... That is like one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's as a voter, I'm like, yes, this is what I've always wanted. <laughs> yeah, and we're getting feedback from people saying... This is really focused on very specific issues. We even put some, you know, but don't worry if you don't know those issues. We put some learn more on there so you can get informed about what those issues are. Um, We put some really specific questions there to try to, again, refocus people's energy and time and education and getting informed on specific Mm. things that their mayor actually can do something about. Mm, Not just like... How do you feel about this or that? What is the candidate like? You know, what's their personality like? All that thing that, that can really become a part of it. But like, do you agree that you want more guaranteed basic income programming? Yeah. For example, the the program that that Mayor Lori Lightfoot started to give people just some basic money. Um, do you think that's a good program? Do you want to expand it? So, so the the purpose here was really to help people. Not, not just talk about it in an esoteric way, but to actually dig in, answer those questions and see with, you know, with whom they align. So, yeah. And and if you you're like, I don't feel like reading all this, you know, or I don't feel like filling this out. I want to just be able to multitask my way through this because you're a true podcast listener. Um, there are the audio from the mayoral forums that happened on Reset um, last week as well. So this is the municipal election, which is is not just a mayoral <laughs> election. There are other things happening, other things on the ballot. Run, run us through what's, what else is on the ballot. There are other things on the ballot? <laughs> oh, man, I got to get some people on the story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course. Yes, it's municipal. Guess what? You get to go out and vote for your aldermen. There's 50 of them. Um, there's a new thing, the district councils. These are the representatives um, who, through some reform uh, work from the city council and, and Mayor Laura Lightfoot, there are going to be people who are going to represent you, regular people. It's supposed to be in and to hold police accountable. And there's going to be three council members for each of the police districts. There are 22 police districts in the city. In the city. You may have seen these people around in your neighborhood. Mm. There's like somebody who's putting a little thing on your door. Um, that might be a, 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 a Joe citizen who's running for district council. Um, so, yeah, the aldermen are running. This this is a big moment potentially for, for aldermen. Uh, in the last two elections, the last election in particular, we saw a handful of progressive uh, Democratic socialists who won, um, and there, there are now six Democratic socialists um, on the council, and they are looking to expand their their push. What does that mean? I'm mm-hmm. saying these words. It means changes in what they will go for for the council. It means things like progressive choices, like like the guaranteed basic income, mm. like sending like mental health service people to 911 calls instead mm. of police officers. Mm-hmm. The more people, if 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 um, democratic socialists and progressives like them, uh, populate the council more, it's going to shift the priorities of the council and what they do, and could end up being more of a challenge to any next mayor if they are building sort of a coalition mm-hmm. that changes the makeup of the council. So you have a real chance for some some change in the in the council. Um, I want to talk about the police district councils a little bit. I've talked about it um, in in some of the morning episodes just briefly, but I wonder if you could give us a sense uh, for for folks who don't know um, what are some of the issues that folks are thinking about when they're thinking about voting for for those council members. Yeah, this is new. Um, this came out uh, through a reform movement to um, to 
challenge the sort of authority of the police department and its autonomy. Um, There's 22 police districts. There's supposed to be three district council members, regular citizens, John Q., Susie Q. uh, citizens who were running, (laughs) and they would all be a part of a committee that would have some influence over decision making for the police department and have some influence on policy. This kind of policy influence could be raising questions about, um, uh, you know, anything and everything that governs the police department. They're not going to have the ability to, like, jump in and fire anybody, but they could be a voice for the citizens about issues that they care about, about how policing is done. Okay. I think it is one of the most challenging things is to try to understand who's running in your in your district council. Um, the Sun-Times, uh, Lynn Sweet and Anna Svenjenko from our station did a nice job of reaching out to every one of these um, folks who are running and ask them questions. You can see that in our voter guide online. So you can learn a little bit uh, about each one of these candidates. There are like a hundred billion, you, but you can go to your area and look up and you can see a little bit about what their perspective is. You can read about that. And there's there's not a ton out there. It's challenging because there's so many people running and there's so many offices that it's really hard we, to try to dig in. But I think I think we can offer a little bit to, to residents to go and read up on who these people are and what they're proposing that they would do if they made the district council. Well, anything to read up on, even if it's just a little bit, is helpful. Um, and we got lots to think about. So many resources to help you out. Angela Rosa O'Toole is the senior editor of government and politics here at WBEZ. Angela, thank you for being one of those resources for us today. Thank you, Erin. I think you're doing it, too. If you want to know what ward you're in or who's running for police district council, if you want to see which candidates share your values by actually plugging in your values and seeing who pops up, you can do all that online at our election hub. Go to wbez.org slash elections 2023. There's so many things there. Honestly, it's like a voter's dream. And that's it for the rundown today. Thanks to Sam Deere and Justin Bull for their production work. And thank you, Ariel Van Cleve, for editing the show. And thank you for listening and telling your friends to listen. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you in the morning. <laughs>